Ah, I've got a cup of coffee, a water, a little bit of rum, and that beer. gentlemen this is the autopod decepticast where you know we do this minute by minute thing transformers movie you get it you've been around you know what's happening episode 37 covering the 3601 to 37 minute mark and if you're a longtime listener never time caller then you know that i'm your host aaron and as always i have my two egghead just total dork ball pocket protector wearing with their broken glasses and a bit of masking tape upon the bridge my co-hosts I am Ryan. Indubitably, oh, I'm Caleb. <laughs> Guys, who is the biggest dweebo of the Transformers world? Which member of the universe would you like to shove into a locker or give a swirly? Listen, first of all, I cannot co-sign this bullying even... I would totally <laughs> shove Perceptor in... in, in. <laughs> but my answer is also Perceptor. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. And we... Actually, I would... What about Wheelie? I'd swirly Wheelie. <laughs> Swirly wheelie, yeah. I give him a swirly in an in an energon toilet. Wait, that wouldn't work because <laughs> uh, you drink it. Well, you drink very Friedmanian. Of course, there's an energon. I give if I give Wheeljack a wedgie. <laughs> he's not to... as much of an egghead. He's kind of like he's more like an auto mechanic. Uh-oh. You know, he's kind of he's blue an collar. Engineer, right? That's true because his his. <laughs> he's pretty good with the uh, mechanics, the uh, the brains on his creations. Not so. Why did you give true. him tiny brains? <laughs> and, you know, dinosaurs. They got tiny brains. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a bit of a cheat, but I did not, I did not say Transformer. I said Transformers Universe. Oh, so I'm gonna say oh. Primacon, Primacron, Prime. from the Call of the Primitives. Mm-hmm. I hate that guy. Yeah, so much. He's a real fucking loser. But, but, I'd, oh, and by the way. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> oh, is this our Thanksgiving party? Is it? This is, yeah. This is coming out on the 26th, right? Okay. I hope you had a happy yes. Thanksgiving. Hope you're enjoying the leftovers of... Uh, Bomb-ass of, turkey cranberry sandwich. Yeah, and uh, like that, that uh, eating on that autopod Decepticrust. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay. That's... Gold, baby. (laughs) It is gold. Mm. On that note, we can't make any more comments on that. That's the best. Mm. So, Jazz and Cliffjumper made Unicron plumper while Spike and (laughs) B prepare to take their leave. So this is Unicron's Thanksgiving. That's <laughs> right. Wow, yeah. Wow. What, how serendipitous. So you'll recall we were following a somewhat dubious countdown as Spike and Bumblebee hopped on a ship, left the moon, which took somewhere between 20 seconds and 20 minutes to accomplish. Spike and B got wait, off the wait, planet. Wait, wait, wait. Why 20? What are you talking about 20 minutes? Because there's no way they could have really done that in 20 seconds. Yeah. They, they did. I'd say 20 minutes. There's no... 
way. I can't walk from here to this door in 20 seconds. Yeah, but you're morbidly obese. Yeah, and you're lazy. <laughs> and you're easily distracted. Um, and you, you suck all the way <laughs> Wow, the roasts are over. Oh, yeah, um, But, yeah, well, I mean, it's 20 seconds. But, yeah, you're right. Logistically, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Spike and B got off the planet. The counter got down to about two whatevers, mm-hmm. and that's where we pick up. And as the minute begins, Unicron is cramming the whole moon into his mouth as I do sugar cookies. And as, mm-hmm. I, as I did to that, uh, that, uh, that stovetop stuffing at uh, my mom's house this past weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Your mom she has the best make, stuffing. Yeah. Mm, I love that stuffing of your mom. Oh, okay. So <laughs> basically, the moon is the exact same size mm-hmm. as his mouth. Mm-hmm. And How convenient. Yeah, and you can see some of these round nodules. If we were to go back to the old Floro Dairy drawings, that's how big Earth would be in comparison to this planet. But then again, if we're going by the Floro Dairy, yeah, it, it all changes. This, right? yeah, it doesn't. It's really all matter. different. So I've never really noticed this way this before. But the way Unicron eats is kind of the way insects eat, like mm-hmm. the ones that have, like ants and those that have mandibles and the way they just kind of force them in their mouth, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. My my aunt kind of like, she ate like that <laughs> at the meal. Oh, the casserole was delicious cra- this year. Stuffing cranberry sauce in her face. <laughs> Caleb is exclusively doing Thanksgiving comments <laughs> this episode. Yes. So the timer gets down to zero as the uh, planet goes into his mouth and blue yeah. Yep, kaboom. I don't know how, I mean, I say it all the time, awesome explosion mm-hmm. at this point. And Ugh. the force of the explosion, the force of the blast, causes the ship to kind of flip and tumble into space. We see B knocked around a little bit. Spike maintains control. B recovers. And uh, they, uh, they kick high- off the most uh, premature celebration of all time. High, high five. five. Yep. Let's all high five. No, well, that, that was, was terrible. Kind of, it's, it's hard you can't high-five in a triad. The Ninja Turtles could four-way high-five. Why can't we three-way well, high-five? Let's try again. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound that makes. That right. was me hitting the thing. So, oh, okay. Right. Anyway, they look towards their monitor. They're and a little confused. Then, and it turns out that explosion didn't do a goddamn thing <laughs> to <laughs> that planet. Immediately, so they go from, yeah, oh, and so, speaking of goddamn and cursing, mm-hmm. this is where the famous spike cursing sequence now, takes place. Was this? I don't. Re- I remember the open. Damn it, open. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him saying shit. Was this because? Can you explain to me why I don't remember him saying this? Other than- I can. Or do you want to do it? You go for it. Okay. I talk all the time. Um, well, basically, they wanted to get a PG rating in the movie on the theatrical release because PG movies uh, showed more showings per day and uh, tended to be in more theaters. And so for the theatrical release, they included Oh Shit to get the PG. Then on the home video release, they edited that part out to make it family friendly. Did they leave the damn it, though, in? They did. So... That's why you remember the damn it so and in not the, the in order shit. to get a PG rating, you have to have like two cuss words. I think shit or fuck. Well, fuck probably. That's, I think you can say fuck once and still get PG thirteen. I'm not for yeah. sure on that, but yeah. um, there's a certain shit, number. It's just classification. Yeah, there's a certain damn number is, of curse words and what kind of curse damn words. Damn can probably go in G. I'm guessing. And the MPAA is garbage. So damn can go in G. I guess I the secret know. of Nim. There, he said. Uh, Was that a G? <clears throat> 
I'll have to look if the secret in them was G or PG because uh, there was the word damn in the secret in them. Well, and also it changed in like 82 uh, when PG-13 came out because like the uh, Star Trek, the original movie is G and they have a curse word. I think they, I don't remember what curse word it is in there, but they have one. So as far as home video viewing, the shit wasn't restored until the year 2000. There was the Rhino re-release of the movie. And uh, I would assume that would have been on DVD, and that's when we all got to rehear again. So basically, you only heard it if you saw it in the theater. Yeah, and then I, as a kid, I never knew that it happened because I, never I didn't it. see it in the theater. Nope, nope, I never heard it until uh, actually. I think what, rewatching it here was aside from like clips on YouTube or whatever. I think this was the first time I'd heard it in the movie. Spike's all grown's up, everybody. This <laughs> language. Oh, isn't even dented. I'd yeah. be saying more than shit if it were me in that situation. Well, then you first you say it, then you do it, and that's a Bill Cosby joke, and we don't we need to <laughs> don't talk, talk about, about him anymore. <laughs> no. You're out, Cos. That's <laughs> all right. So at thirty six nineteen, uh, we we mm-hmm. uh, we see a shot. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm not there yet. These guys are looking in their monitor. I love this sequence of the debris being sucked into Unicron. They're basically directly behind his mouth. The only thing, and I am just being a total nitpicker here. It would have been cool if they would have. I'm assuming that this camera is affixed to the back of their ship. Mm-hmm. And it would have been cool if you could have seen like the, them panning away from Unicron as... Um, uh, since the ship is moving away from Unicron at this point, but it's oh, static. It's static. Gotcha. And you just see all this stuff. But that is a minor nitpick. Sure. The uh, but uh, some sort of uh, light envelops them, so we're similar to uh, Jazz and uh, Cliff Jumper, mm-hmm. and they, they are sucked into it. Get sucked into it. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and again, if, if you don't know the story, you've once again watched. The last of anybody you care about from the season one and two just die. They got sucked in the Unicron like my uncle <laughs> sucked in that mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> I'm glad that that's how that ended. Is Did your uncle just sit at one end of the table and go... <laughs> and it yeah. just came to him? With a straw, <laughs> with a slurping sound. <laughs> yeah. People are going to hate these last three episodes where we all do slurping sounds. Do you remember when your jaw was wired shut and you had to slurp everything for like a year and a half? Uh, It it wasn't that long. Like six weeks, wasn't it? Uh, I had my jaw wired shut for eight weeks and I couldn't get full, like, open, my mouth fully open for probably another two or three, uh, two or three uh, months after that. Like, I remember. Yeah, well, your, your, your jaw atrophies. You know, and it's relearning. So I had it wired shut for eight weeks. I didn't really use a straw. Mm-hmm. You just, I just, you know, tip it up. And uh, didn't you lose a lot of weight? Yeah, I was already really skinny. I mean, I was like at that point. That was uh, that was the summer between high school and first year of college, <laughs> and I was only weighing like 130 to 135 pounds to begin with. Like I was super skinny. How tall are you? I'm five foot ten and a half. Okay. I got down. To 125 pounds. Jesus. Wow. Uh, and but I I held on. I survived on. Uh, I held on. <laughs> I held on to. I held on. I survived by drinking a lot of uh, sports shakes. Uh, insure. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Insure sponsor us. Yeah. Mm, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> Post Thanksgiving. V8s, pineapple juice, and I got to the point where I had such crazy cravings that I would have my mom. Uh, for breakfast, she would take a cinnamon roll, 
and add milk and put it in a blender, heat it up in the microwave, and I would drink it. That actually sounds awesome. And then mm. I would she would like she would like take like um, green beans and stuff and like blend, I would like a pureed soups mm-hmm. anything like baby food. Yeah, adult uh, baby food the, with yeah. flavor I mean, and I, salt and stuff. It got to the point where I just was craving the the yeah I was craving savory. I had yeah. Um, but the most disappointing part of that whole thing was when I got my John wired, we, uh, my, we all had a plan. My whole family was going to take me out to eat, you know, and I could have like a regular meal. What I didn't realize is, is after I got unwired, I could only open my mouth up maybe like a centimeter. <laughs> and so I was actually, while I could kind of shove French fries in, I was really incapable of chewing Oh man! Still. Was it really sore? Or it wasn't the, the, the sore. Next day it was after like, you had that, it meal? wasn't sore. It was just like it was. Um, I would I would have pushed through that. It was it was physically like stiff. Like you could right. only open your mouth so far. And it you, wasn't you would, flexible. You would hit yeah, this well, resistance. basically the muscles hadn't been used. For, so I had a. But I, was it sore the next day after you tried to use those muscles again and eat it? It was like that evening. Oh, really? After getting unwired. Gotcha. And I was so bummed out. And I so over the next few um, weeks, I, w- I had a I had a tongue depressor, like one of the wooden, mm-hmm. you know, and I would like I would wedge it in there and like work on ex- like expanding my jaw and working at it until it finally got back to normal. Wow! But that took a while to actually get, get back there. Um, my favorite part of your telling your of this experience part. is. Uh, you had to start college. Oh yeah, that's let's let's so yeah, I I got so I was supposed to get the surgery in June. Mm-hmm. And why were you why did you need to have this done? I had a really I had a I was developing a bad underbite mm. and it was developing TMJ and so it was to cor- I wasn't injured or anything. It was a it was corrective surgery uh, to improve my bite. Uh, and also to define my get my chin defined better. So yeah, I guess it was chin. slightly cosmetic. I can see that chin. Yeah, there was no. I mean, I barely have a chin now. From a, but I had zero chin then. Hmm. Uh, so I was supposed to get the surgery in June. That would allow me to get it wired and get the wires off before I started my freshman mm-hmm. year of college. <laughs> what happened Big was year. Is my my surgeon. You can't eat pussy with your jaw wired shut. <laughs> Well, you can. It's just, <laughs> just with lips. <laughs> and not to mention there's metal in your mouth. <laughs> That's true. Because in order to get your jaw wired shut, you have to get braces. Oh, God. So I had braces again. I, I had them when I was younger, and I had to get them again to so them to, for them to wire it shut. Jesus. So he herniated a disc in his back, which postponed Your doctor? This, yes. Okay. So it postponed the surgery to a week before college started. So, so I got the surgery. And you heard that in your head where you like, oh, shit. I mean, you, did immediately you know, that means I'm going to be in college. Yeah. So I got the surgery, and it was a big surgery. Like, I, it was, I, was, I was put under and out. You were in general anesthesia? Yeah, I got put under. I mean, because they, they had to take my bottom jaw and, dis, and, and cut it, like, remove it from the rest of my jaw. Ah. They, also took, they also took the top. It's not a jaw, but my, the top teeth. And they and they separated it out too. Jesus. And moved it forward. So if you see an X-ray of me, I've got uh, metal screws here, here, up above, wow. and around my chin here. Okay, I have metal screws all in my face. Like a headmaster, part man, part machine. And they, and they <laughs> did right. all of the surgery through through my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, Would you go through a metal detector? Does it nope. go off? No. no, surgical steel doesn't. I'm but, trying to picture. It. So did they have to stretch yeah. or just rip? Oh yeah, oh, I was like all kinds I was of crazy fucked. shit. I was, bru- I was bruised and fucked. Uh, I came to the next day. I was on a lot of drugs. I was in the hospital for three days. Jesus. I was in the hospital for three days, so I'm all swollen. Mm-hmm. And I start college then like four <laughs> or five days later. Oh, my God. And um, That's horrifying. So I would <laughs> On painkillers. So my lunches, I didn't really, I didn't take my painkillers. Mm. Uh, I, but then I would eat my lunches out of my truck in the parking lot, which my lunches, I'd drink my can of pineapple juice. <laughs> but I remember that first... A day, uh, you know, they like they'd be calling, roll, do roll call, and you know, tell us about yourself. And I, no, I remember this first. I remember this first. This what first college class, does tell you about me? Um, this first they class was like shit. it was mm. Drury. It was a liberal arts college. It was okay. like smaller than SMS. And so I remember like they'd say, "Please tell somebody." Tell somebody like, "My name is Caleb Corner, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from Nixon. And I remember this one asshole said, "Speak up." <laughs> And I said, I can't speak up. My jaw, my jaw is wired shut. I can't, I can't speak So basically, up. you delivered all your lines like Billy Zane from Titanic. In that movie, he's just like, I put the, ja- I put the necklace in the jacket, Billy, I put the jacket on her! Billy, Billy Zane did a lot better than I did. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so anyway, that was my, yeah. So the teacher jaws. didn't even try and bail you out? The teacher was like, Oh, I'm uh, sure, I'm sure I'm romantic. I'm sure I'm exaggerating it. But there was a couple of times I remember where... I had Caleb, to, what do you think about I, well, history I got, in the 1600s? I got, to, I got to, well, I got to the point where I was really good at, at you know speaking with my job. But you're like four show. days in but, at this point. Uh, well, the, yeah, the first couple of days, like I had to explain to people, <laughs> and you're sore as shit. My jaw is wired shut. My jaw is wired shut, and that was my that was my introduction to to college. But then you know. <laughs> By, but but then you know by the second semester it was it was fine and uh, but yeah I was a skinny guy I was skinny up until I started working for uh, the, a pizza place and then I put on <laughs> a little weight and then I had kids and I had kids and uh, <laughs> I have a whole pizza now I have to do now I weigh uh, now I weigh around two hundred pounds and I'm trying <laughs> is to that weigh, true I weigh two hundred pounds you don't look like it thank you I'm trying to lose about twenty pounds. Do I look like I weigh? <laughs> I I would. I mean, you, you just look bulk. You, 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 you weigh more than two hundred pounds? Oh yeah. You look bulkier than Caleb. I I'm would. Prob- I'm probably had- heavier. I haven't worked out. I've been off the. I've been a shitty exerciser ever since I had my Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm at my heaviest, I think, of my really? entire life right now. I am now. too. I've also been lifting weights for the past six months. Oh, no. I'm, 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 uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Caleb's arms are jacked. I, well, they're not where they were two I weeks ago. I haven't worked oh. out for a couple weeks, but I need to work on this. <laughs> I know. The only way to work that out is to eat kale. Eat kale and stop drinking and beer. And that's what I had for Thanksgiving is kale. Everybody's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just chomping on oh, yeah, pumpkin pie. Yeah. What am I saying? I put on five pounds over the weekend from eating <laughs> all those... Sweet potatoes. You, you know, the average you put on uh, in, during the holidays is only one pound, but generally people don't lose it, so it builds up over time. Well, shit. I, um, such as such as uh, Spike says, oh shit. shit, oh shit. What a great transition. So, Sorry, Ryan, we're not going to go to whatever you were going to yeah, say a second ago. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so, hey. This, so this, uh, wait. It, we, we, I know, exactly. We are at, we're paused at 3627. Wait a minute. 
Galvatron is looking, it looks like Unicron's kind of facing Cybertron. Mm -hmm. And what do we see in the distance? I guess that's Moonbase 3. <laughs> it is. Yeah, in, uh, and I went down the Transformers wiki last night. There are apparently four moons. And, oh really? Yeah. And, well, moons? in the comics, they're named. I don't. I didn't write down their names, but uh, according to the Transformers wiki, yeah, there are at least four moons. I don't think that's in the movie. Right. But um, and, and, and I well, it, in the movie specifically, the very first voiceover, you hear that guy whose name I can't remember, even though we did a feature on him. He says Cybertron's two moons. But no, he says on two of Cybertron's moons. All right, that's different. Okay, well, so you're right. Maybe it's unknown how many moons, but here's what I think it well, is. Well, Ryan says okay. four, so I guess that's four. <laughs> well, that's a Transformers wiki. But remember, you might recall last episode that um, in my version of the script, Unicron eats, uh, eats uh, one moon, and then... Galvatron says what mm -hmm. he's actually saying right here, right now at 2628 in the 36, movie. 3628, I apologize. He says, um, Cybertron and all its moons belong to me. That's right. So in my version of the script, he actually says that in between the two moon eatings. He And so what I'm wondering is if this sequence, if that's supposed to be moon base. Two, oh, like and it's like older. an animation error based on an old, an older it's, version of the script or something, or a continuity problem. Like right, they they, mm -hmm. they they planned on putting this one in between. Exactly. I mean, because why else would you don't need to put that moon there? That's true. So, why would you? So I think that? maybe they they were planning on like you, like in what your draft or your draft. They were going to put this particular animated sequence right. in between, but they decided right. not to. And they decided yeah. not to for whatever reason. And actually, um, we'll get into it in my script deviations, but there's some weird stuff going on at this part in mine. But They should have mm -hmm. just got rid of that moon. They should have like uh, erased that moon out of this. Can they do that? <laughs> for the, for the sure. newer editions, just cl clean up the continuity. Like George Lucas style. <laughs> I will also say as a kid, we've talked about misunderstanding some of the words, of, or some of the lines throughout time as we interpreted them. I always thought until this moment, until reading the script, I always thought that Galvatron said... Uh, Cybertron and all its fools belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought really? he said moons. I thought he said Cybertron and so. So but I was fools. wrong about that. <laughs> that was my uh, marvelous look. It's Unicron. Yeah. Uh, or also my um, uh, Star uh, uh, Megatron, Megatron. Is, is that, that you? you? Want want a bet? Is it or is it? <laughs> I always thought it was. Is it? <laughs> As opposed to here's a hint. <laughs> right. Right, right. And honestly, I think it works better. It would would have worked better if they would have edited it to where Unicron eats one moon, Galvatron appears sort of put off by that, and then Unicron basically as a show of, well, well I don't you. give a fuck, eats the other moon. I like that sequential idea. Yeah, I think from a storytelling standpoint, it works better this way because then as soon as uh, Galvatron um, asserts any kind of independence or like uh, anger at Gal at uh, Unicron, he gets punished. That's true. That That is, uh, I, I agree that piece. And then, so we get to that sequence here at about yeah. 36, 33. Mm -hmm. And again, all of this is great animation. There's not any shitty drawings in this entire last three minutes we've mm -hmm. looked at, really. Um, and Unicron's reply to Galvatron's exclamation is, 
basically a high-pitched noise. It sounds like a million birds dying. <laughs> there are bright red lights that envelop him uh, throughout this whole torture sequence. And Galvatron just starts writhing in agony. Great shadow play, mm-hmm. great uh, lighting effects. Um, we kind of... At around 36-37, you zoom out, you see he's kind of on that pedestal in the Hall of Heroes, and all the other Decepticons are kind of reacting. I guess... I guess they can... Well, they may just be reacting to him writhing in pain. I don't it's, know. Well, you see, I mean, literal shadows... That's true. ...emanating That's true. off of everything. But again, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I did have that question. Like, can only... Is this only happening to Galvatron, or can everybody see this as a like the external forces that are affecting him. I don't know. And this is the first introduction of uh, the fact that uh, Unicron can cause pain to his creations or right. torture them into subservience. Right. There's a, there again is that empty that empty space. Mm-hmm. I think it's where Starscream goes. Okay. I don't need, I don't get it. I don't. Do we ever revisit it in season three of the cartoon? Yes, because yes, when when Starstream, this exact place. When, yeah, because when Starstream's ghost comes back, um, and I, mm. I, I don't know the episode. Uh, uh, Octane is in the Hall of Heroes, and he's looking at Starstream's uh, pedestal, and it's like broken. And I don't. I haven't watched the whole episode. I just watched some clips on YouTube. But I, I guess the presumption is that Starstream came out of it. I don't know, but then again, that lends credence to like the fact that those things on the bottom of the pedestals are the uh, sparks from the... Right. Gotcha. So, at this point, um, Scourge is mm-hmm. offering a reminder to Galvatron that, you know, remember, we we belong to him. I, and... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we're at 36... 38 to 36, like 41, 42. Um, and I feel like this is really terrible blocking. In the next couple seconds, because Scourge is talking, but we can't fucking see him at all hardly. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's because, yeah, Galvatron's writhing in pain. And I just feel like that could have been animated better. And it's right. like he's like way, like his head's cut off. And... I, think I think it's animated fine. It's just laid out weird. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, the, blo- the, like blocking. I said, the blocking's weird. Ah, it's, it's just yeah. not, uh, I, it could have been done better, like over Galvatron's shoulder or something like that. So Galvatron brings out some of that kind of Megatron-style point. He's like, I belong to nobody. And essentially the anguish continues until Galvatron kind of tumbles down the stairs. And he follows that crown. That's right. He follows like the crown. He clink, tumbles. Clink. Nobody smashes him into the ground. <laughs> but, but And so then he says, and I, I'm kind of curious about this. I'd never thought about it before. So he says, I will obey Unicron. And I'm wondering if he's just saying to himself out loud, I will obey Unicron, or if he's saying, like, I will obey Comma, you, you Unicron. Unicron, right. I yeah. feel is like he talking ladder. to Unicron, or is it talking to himself? I, I feel he, like... I think he's talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's talking to you. He does turn around pretty quickly, of like, I belong to nobody. Two seconds go by, hey, I'm well, I'm going to walk that back a bit. He, he did the, well, and he did the same He did the, he did the Megatron, same thing. Yeah. Megatron. And didn't, didn't Megatron t- say, I belong to nobody? Is that a callback that I've never picked uh, up on? Oh, yeah. he says... He says, you belong to me now, and Megatron says, I, I belong, belong to, to nobody. nobody. Yeah. Oh, Holy wow. shit. Yeah. I, I have never oh, put yeah, that together. Oh, yeah, I never did either. Yeah, That's thing. so Pretty for anybody awesome. who asks whether Megatron and Galvatron remit, like... Have any semblance of in. each other? I mean, they do for it's sure. Just a remind, it's just, this is a reminder Holy here that it's got to reel yeah. back in a little bit. Unicron's uh, thirty up. years of this movie, basically, more maybe twenty-five. What are we? Thirty-one. They celebrated the thirtieth. Yeah, right? yeah, thirty-one this in is, August. So, yeah. wow. Okay, 
crazy. Oh, wait, there's all these Easter eggs, oh, man. No. I know. I'm going through it. It's great. So, so the so. anguish continues. He fell down the stairs. He says, I'll obey Unicron. And um, I'm going to go back to a point that I made earlier. Galvatron should have really gone to Earth first, mm-hmm. taken care of that business, fulfilled the part of, you know, his part of the deal, and then gone and taken care of Starscream. It's not like he used any of the other Decepticons to go attack Earth anyway. So it's not like he could get some recruits. It is weird he doesn't use Devastator. <laughs> I mean, they do build Devastator up to be pretty menacing. Yeah. Devastator. I mean, the ultimate weapon, and he's just like, ah, we'll just fly around, I guess. That's so, coming up. Galvatron catches his breath, he recovers, and we basically end with him saying, Decepticons to Earth. To Earth! Mm-hmm. Gentlemen to bed. <laughs> to, to bed. bed. For tomorrow. Nine for 9.30. Nine A continental breakfast. <laughs> Gentlemen to bed. We rise at 10-ish. <laughs> So, we do have a new voice actor for the first time awesome. in a long Scourge. time. We do. Yes, cool. that's right. Um, and that is Scourge. Uh, voiced by Gordon Stanley, quotes, Stan Jones. He voiced Scourge both in this movie and the television show. Canadian film and, and television actor. So, he was best known, and you guys might remember this if you watch these shows, as the voice of Lex Luthor in the Hanna-Barbera TV series, Challenge of the Super Friends. Mm. But he did lots of voices... Rich, uh, he was on Richie Rich. He did uh, Kingpin and Doctor Doom on the Spider-Man series of the times. Um, he was on Alvin and the Chipmunks. A lot of like kind of utility roles. Uh, uh, Heathcliff. First of all, hang on a second. Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Do you remember that being the they were a band? Of- I hated the I, Cadillac I, Cats. I hated the Heathcliff cartoon. I was not a fan. I hated the Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Snorks, Jetsons, <laughs> Greatest Adventure Bible Stories. Oh, GI Joe Tailspin. He was also on live TV. He did some Mork and Mindy. He was, had a role on Beverly Hills 90210. And other than Super Friends, really Transformers was one of his main. Uh, gigs. He put in 19 episodes into that. He also, aside from Scourge, did uh, Misfire, who was a target master, so you didn't see him until yeah. towards the end. And, mm-hmm. and Lord Zarok, uh, wow. who, as any true fan knows, was the headmaster Scorponaut. ultimately paired with Scorponaut. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that he is continuing to have a very good uh, voice actor career. So many voices, you could still find him doing voiceover work today. In heaven. Oh, <laughs> God. Damn it. He passed away in 1998. Son of a bitch. Man. The city mm. of Los Angeles. I was hoping, I was getting, I was hoping to, you know, just by willing him to be alive, he would be alive. Nice try. <sighs> but didn't work. Fuck. All right, guys. You know what it's time for. Rip <laughs> deviations. <laughs> So I'm trying to think here. I will just go. Is yours more on the rails or off the rails? Um, it, my mom. I, I have a deviation. My mom deviated from the traditional Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> went from a turkey to a honey baked ham. What? I know. Most right? people get both. Not this year. <laughs> it was a dark day in the Carter household. Spiral cut. Spiral, and then things spiraled quickly out of control. <laughs> Your uncle with his mashed potatoes. It was chaos. Situation. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> did you guys do like a uh, food, you, food fight? Yeah. Yes, it was okay. a food fight. Yes. <laughs> I got scalded by hot melted marshmallows from the top of the uh, sweet potato casserole. Listeners, were any of you ever in a 1980s style food high school fight? cafeteria food fight? If you are, reach out. Let us know. I was. There was a food fight. I was. And were mainly 
um, it was in, I believe, middle school, and it was very short, like a small number of skirmishers. Um, but I, I believe uh, pickles were involved mostly. It was a hamburger day. <laughs> I was never involved in the food fight day. I like how in those movies when that happens, uh, everybody. <laughs> well, first of all, they last twenty minutes. Mm. Second of all, there's always that part where sort of that person who's the stick in the mud, like Sticks gets it, their get, head up out from behind the table, and they get nailed, yeah. and they get nailed, and then they participate. Yeah. Then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. they and they maybe even have the last word in the deal. They yeah. they put the finishing touch. They they body that fight. Heavy amount of creams <laughs> in food fights. Lots Lots it goes all the way guys. back to the Three Stooges, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> um, to answer your question, mine's not that different. Okay. Well, I'll do mine first real quickly then. Um, so, although there is a weird thing that happens, and I can't tell if it's a uh, screw-up in who, whoever translated or put the script uh, that I have online. But um, once Spike and Bumblebee get cut off, uh, at, and from a previous minute, the script cuts to Galvatron and his armada attacking the crew on Earth. It doesn't pick up mm. on the whole Moonbase 2 sequence um, until way after the crew lands on Junkion, after Hot Rod and Cup resolve all of the shit on Quintessa, right after Wheelie takes them like on that corkscrew ship, and then the script picks back up on mm. Unicron devouring Moonbase 2. So, um, so presumably... Spike and Bumblebee on Moonbase 2 are just looking at this planet the right. whole movie. Right. It's just maybe stalled there. Yeah. Maybe Galvatron made that threat and Unicron just stalled there for a second and he comes back to it. I can't remember if I picked up on that. But um, the other thing is, we don't know why, but when you do fast forward in the script to pick up to them, it does say 20 seconds, not 20 minutes, just to resolve that dispute. But I still feel like that's You're stupid. the only one disputing that. All right. Well, <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. Um, on mine, uh, it's a, this one's a pretty short one. Um, uh, in the last uh, episode, it was uh, Jazz and Cliff Jumper getting the the escape pod, um, and uh, they blast off, and then the moon is being sucked toward a grotesque mouth that has opened up in this Unicron planet. Lots of slurping noises. Uh, he consumes it like a crystal, and then it start it swells, and there's new illuminations within him. Okay, on this minute, Galvatron in the Decepticon Hall of Heroes. Silence. No more winds. No more movement. All is still. And then, with a sudden continuous motion, Unicron swells in size, so it looks even closer, like a balloon into which more air has suddenly been pumped. <laughs> so, this is the ghostly voice of Ingester, uh, which is now deeper, louder, more overtones added. There is insufficient energy in this galaxy. Go to Earth. Deliver its power to me. Isn't Cu- that in the same galaxy? Couple points. Yeah, 100% oh, okay. is in the same galaxy. Okay. It's even in the same star system at this point. So... Okay. Uh, this gets even weirder later. Or the next line, Galvatron, defiant. That moon, this universe is mine. So now we're the whole universe. It's like not even galaxy, just universe. Okay. Uh, another angle on Galvatron. As cold ray suddenly descends and traps him, making him writhe in pain beneath it, powerless to resist. The ghostly voice of Ingester. I am Ingester, dominator of the cosmos. You shall obey. Galvatron, gasping for breath, writhing, nods. I, 
I hear and obey, mighty one. The cold ray vanishes, and Galvatron clutches his throat and tries to regain his composure. Ghostly voice of Ingester. To Earth. To Earth in victory. Galvatron. A ferocious yell. Investor and victory. Investor. Ingester. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, that's he was, the Holy Trinity. You got Unicron, Ingester, and Investor. They were starting. He's the money man. That's right. They were starting an, an Etsy business. Um, Etsy business. That's right. What kind of crafts is Unicron creating? Oh man, it's just like um, giant, uh, like cocktail forks to spear the planets. Um, <laughs> place that's cards. pretty good. We can move on. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. We pan on. Scourge sweeps and the other Decepticons to quickly take up the battle cry in Jester and Vector A. And Galvatron and his entire force of newly created life spark minions and Decepticons take off in battle formation, shouting the in Jester and Victory cry as we cut to next episode. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. You know. So, not that different. <laughs> it's moments. Well, interestingly enough, ingester and victory is the same thing that me and my family say before we <laughs> dig into our Thanksgiving meal. Is, is does it take the wind out of the sails of that battle cry whenever it's just a spiral honey baked ham on the table? No, no, not at all. Okay, yeah, victory. I like to picture the Carter sitting around a table and all of you have the same technique, which is just inhaling as hard yeah. as you can to see if the food can... That, yeah, that, 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 yeah, it's just like the, the, the ham just is getting sucked around the table and whoever sucks the hardest gets it. It was a hungry, hungry hippo uh, sort of thing. And Jester and victory. <laughs> well, next episode. Wait. Caleb? Iconic moments. Let's see here. I do like uh, Galvatron writhing in pain. I uh, like it when he's like tilting his head, his head back in agony. Like, ah, like, because it's got to be a splitting headache that Unicron is, is putting on him. TF migraine. And that's when he, that, that's a Buffron commercial. <laughs> <laughs> when Unicron's trying to uh, torture me from afar, I, I reach always... for my Buffron. <laughs> Maximum strength, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My, we're great. Yeah, we are I'm doing sorry. really well. Uh, uh, that's, my, that's my iconic <laughs> I think mine would be um, whenever uh, the reveal that basically like the self-destruct has done nothing. Uh, it hasn't hurt That's him at true. all, and essentially all is lost. And then again, we have uh, uh, just assumed that Spike and Bumblebee are toast. I wish they were, just to make Daniel's life harder. Speaking of toast, <laughs> speaking of toast, <laughs> you guys use toast it. in your stuffing. Do you dice it up and jam it in your honey baked ham since you don't have a you put, turkey? No, I was just going to say I had I had quite the memorable toast of. Uh, uh, at the meal of uh, toasting my family and being thankful for everything that we had. What'd you say? I said, in gesture <laughs> and victory. <laughs> you definitely should do that. <laughs> They're just going to look at you like you're a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 uh, as, uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, really these last two minutes 
have been really iconic reminders of Unicron's power. Mm-hmm. He ate two planets, or ate two moons, rather, mm-hmm. and he um, <clears throat> tortured Galvatron remotely. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember he could do that, and he can do that. So yeah. uh, he's not to be fucked with. He is not to be fucked with. Excellent. <laughs> well, that's Unicron all I... ain't nothing to fuck with Unicron ain't nothing to fuck with Unicron ain't nothing to fuck with Alright guys, next week Hot Rod is hooked on a feeling Ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga chaka Ooga, ooga, ooga chaka Hot Rod can't stop this feeling Ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga I am going to make another Thanksgiving pun here soon. Okay, that's it. We're done. Nope. Wait for it. Oh, for anyone who hasn't shut this off yet. What else is happening? Hot Rod's hooked on a feeling. I'm hooked on cranberry salad. I don't know. What's it called? What is cranberry sauce? Cranberry sauce. What is it called? Cranberry salad? Cranberry salad. I mean, I like dried cranberry sure. salad. Cranberry salad. Cranberry salad. salad. It's delicious. You guys don't eat cranberry salad for Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's just it's just it's just liquid cranberry juice and they suck it up through a straw. That's right. Carter That's family right. tradition. Yes. I quit salad. going to Carter Thanksgivings when I was when like it was nine. All just bowls of cranberry I knew, juice. I knew it was a really weird situation. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Hot Rod has a feeling. Galvatron is finally a man of his word. He goes to Earth. Mm-hmm. And that's it, guys. So listen to the show. We've got iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. Follow us on our social media. That's mostly Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Have you guys done anything on Instagram in a while? Yeah, I, uh, when, uh, whenever Ryan creates cool posters, I put them on there. Are they getting the likes? Getting the we hot get, likes? We get, we get some. We get some likes, okay. yeah. Hey, as long keep as you, an eye out. Yeah, yeah. If you hashtag them just right, they do get a lot of attention, actually, from non-listeners and stuff. Gotcha. Just randos. Yeah. I wonder how our contest is going. <clears throat> you know, this is uh, week one of our contest. Uh, because we're recording this before the contest has been launched, we have <laughs> no right? clue how it's going. But no. thank you for all those who've participated. No, no this is being recorded after because my Thanksgiving meal was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall. <laughs> so thank you for all those who have participated in that contest. And please continue to do so. And uh, on our iTunes, please rate, subscribe. We didn't. We should have talked about that a little bit more. So let's back up and pause for a second. This is a reminder contest. All you got to do is get onto iTunes, give us them five stars, baby, and add a comment. Say mm-hmm. something nice. I mean, you can say something mean as long as you give five stars. Five stars. I don't you really can say whatever you want. Talk about our moms. Talk Caleb, about Caleb's, Caleb's mom specifically. Her stuffing is amazing. I mean, so, Caleb's mom's stuffing. And you've got basically until December 25th. That's right. And anybody who has added a comment, rated five stars, and lets us know about it. And the main reason you got to let us know about it is to give us your address. We're going to send you a little mm-hmm. Christmas surprise. Yep, and it will all be individual. Everyone will be different, unique. Of course. We're going to send them my, my leftovers. From this. <laughs> it's just some old cranberry Every, salad. salad. Everyone's getting cranberry salad. 
So please do that. Uh, again, all of our social media at apoddcast and visit our web presence at autopoddecepticast.com. No idea what we're going to put up there for this episode at this point. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, uh, I always put extra stuff on uh, the podcast website page, so please go and check that out. I try to put links to it also on the social media, but it's all located in one central place on our website. All right, everybody, thank you for your time, and have a happy holiday. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Bye, bye, bye. Woohoo! So, you know, my house has one bathroom. And Wes stays with me most of the, I mean, basically, she stays there all the time. And um, the, this was a couple of weeks ago, and she was uh, in the bathroom, um, and I started getting, like, I'm like, oh, I got to go real soon. But I didn't want to disturb her, you know, to be like, hurry up. And so I'm like, I can probably hold it. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be fine. It's definitely not fine. Did you have to poop or pee? Oh, what? I just pee outside or down the sink. I wouldn't be worried about peeing. So you had to poop. Yeah, I had to shit. And it was obviously diarrhea. I could tell it was going to be like it was going to be some soft serve. Had you had diarrhea earlier in the day? No, this was on the first thing in the it, morning on a Saturday. Was, it, is that a common thing for you first thing? <laughs> I morning? have diarrhea frequently. I have to take anti-diarrheals. I think it's probably uh, all the booze I consume. I I have noticed that drinking beer will make me do that. So at work, I pretty much destroy the toilet. <laughs> it's a fucking. So it's a but I'm better. Zone. I'm better since I haven't been drinking beer. So so did you go in, take a shit, and then meet an international rap celebrity no. when you came out? <laughs> totally, all right. So I'm sorry. Let me. It's fine. So anyway, you were. You so knew, yeah. you knew it was gonna. Be I knew what was gonna happen. It was gonna be yeah. Like I said, it's gonna be liquid, and um. So I'm like, oh, I can hold it. And I'm literally like crossing my legs and standing up and squeezing my ass together as hard as I can. <laughs> but it's quickly becomes clear that I'm not going to be it's able to get work. on top of this. It's not good. It's coming no matter what I do. So as opposed to like an adult be like, hey, I need to use the bathroom. Oh, God. <laughs> I went downstairs. What? And put a towel on the concrete. <laughs> oh, and then squirted oh, over the towel. Oh, my God. And squirted into it. Oh. And it, looked, it looked, if it had been ice cream, it would have been delicious. It looked, it was just a pile of real brown like, poop. And so, what? And how did it stay contained? It wasn't as liquidy as I thought. It was more of like a soft serve consistency. Oh my god! <laughs> and so, so it didn't splat and get all over. No, because like, and I will say this: we should have squat toilets in this country because squatting is a far superior way of pooping than oh, sitting. That, yeah, that my, most of the other like other countries do that. We have a squatty potty at home. Yeah, it's great. Is that just the shelf? It's like it a elevates step stool. It, it elevates yeah, your yeah. legs, mm-hmm. so you're more. I don't use it. I don't need it necessarily. But it does certainly help other, out other... Yeah, naturally things. pulls your butt cheeks apart. and Yeah. Yeah. So I then wipe with the same towel, like the end of it. I then tie it up, and I, gra- I go up and get <laughs> I get a garbage bag. I put the towel in the bag. I put the bag in the trash outside. And I told her about that a couple days later. <laughs> I will say, though, with a squatty... Oh. With, I've been to those, those, those bathrooms in foreign lands where you go in, and it, it's like a, it's, there's a place for your feet yes. and a hole. Mm-hmm. 
What if you do have like explosive diarrhea? I mean, is it just going to wreck all of that? I feel like if you're in a place that just has a hole, yeah. it's probably not a big deal. <laughs> That's true. The last time I saw those was it's always been at like some bar. I remember when I went to Mexico. Uh, it, I I don't have the same story you guys do, obviously, <laughs> about your bathroom bar, your bars in the Mexican bathrooms. But when I went, this was like 1995, 96. It, and I remember walking, I was really wasted, but I remember walking into what appeared to be like a room underneath a staircase and there was other guys in there peeing. And it feels like in my mind <laughs> that we were peeing off into like, just kind of like an abyss. Okay. <laughs> like maybe it was like a cave or just a hole in the ground. Into the ground. It wasn't a trough. It was just like an open pit that was running <laughs> somewhere. Wow. I remember that. So, related to the story I just told, Caleb, uh, I think this is one of the first times I visited your house in St. Louis. Did you shit on a towel in my basement in St. Louis? Not exactly. See, this was for, oh, one of the first times that I visited your house in St. Louis, and I did not know you had two bathrooms. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, Aaron was in the first bathroom, ups, which means ups, that it's sometime between upstairs. 45 minutes and an yeah. hour and a half is what yeah. the wait is going to be. So it's, Wait a minute. I don't even know what you mean by that. Yeah, it's... You're... You take a long time to go poo-poo. <laughs> and so it's the same kind of situation. Things are getting to a head. And so I think what I did... Oh, God, I just remembered I have a third shit story. Um, I took, like, a plastic garbage bag and just took it downstairs <laughs> and shit into the bag and then put it in your outside But trash. you didn't realize there was a bathroom. There's a bathroom no, there's a bathroom right in there. the basement. I did not know that. I went to your coal chute room. Oh, God, you went to the coal chamber and yes. just shit in the bag. Third story is... <laughs> Also, kind of Aaron related. It was whenever we lived in an apartment together, and um, he was, uh, we were kind of drunk, and he had passed out in the bathroom up against the door. And so I couldn't push the door open. And we only had one bathroom. Where was this again? This was at, um, oh, what was it? Pebble, is Pebble Creek the first one with Dan, where we lived across from Dan Burns? I think so. I think we only had one bathroom. I think we only had one bathroom. So I really had to go. And um, luckily, we had, uh, there was, uh, I was working at uh, Twin Oaks at the time. And so I used to bring home a lot of styrofoam cups for like a soda. So we had a 20 ounce styrofoam cup that I took the lid off of and pooped into it in the kitchen. And luckily, we kept the toilet paper in the pantry in the kitchen. So I had access to that, stuffed it into this, put the lid back on, and like, not like a person who would presumably go and throw it in the dumpster, I threw it over the back fence (laughs) behind our patio. You were like, you're just like, I gotta get rid of the evidence. It was like a hand grenade and I had to get rid of it immediately.